Hey, this is Dr. Wendy C. Swanson. Welcome to the Seattle Mama Doc Podcast. We all work so hard to perfect how we pull off parenthood and life, and we often may not feel good enough. I'm here to help you face these challenges head on. Today, I'm talking about those beloved earbuds, really, that I have to admit I use every day, and I've become so attached to them, I hardly ever take a phone call without them. But there are some side effects to our now new digital lives and our devotion to listening to music and listening to podcasts, haha, and listening um, to video using different devices. And that is ultimately the cost to our hearing. Hearing is really facilitated by our ears, which are really broken up into three parts. The outer part of your ear that you see, the canal that goes in and into what's called your middle ear where the bones sit. And then there's the inner ear, the part that you can't see at all that is full of these little tiny hair cells that move based on sound waves in certain patterns and waves and go to your brain and make sound. And the real yucky, scary reality is that when you damage those little inner like hair cells inside your ear, they don't regenerate. They don't, they're not like a scar and a scab and heal. When you lose them, they're gone. So when you have noise-related hearing loss, it's permanent hearing loss. And some of the statistics I was reading and getting ready for the podcast were a bit startling to me. And that is that, you know, one in six teenagers now has high-frequency hearing loss that's really thought to be due to exposure to loud noises. And the majority of loud noises, of course, are not kind of in where we used to see hearing loss in this way, in kind of industrial workers or machine workers. It's really, of course, in the entertainment industry, those earbuds or earphones in particular at high volumes. And, you know, the damage to these hair cells, it's not just only from high volume. It's also from duration, meaning that your ear does need a break. And these hair cells will like kind of stand in the wind longer if they are given breaks as well. So if you imagine this like a piece of wheat in the wind and the wind is sound and you have a torrential, you know, um, like hurricane tornado force wind, which is a loud noise come in. If it's there for just a second, that piece of wheat may stay in the ground. If it's there for an hour, it'll probably fatigue and whip out, right? So that when you're thinking about your own use of earbuds or earphones or music or noise, and you're thinking about your child's from the beginning of toddlerhood and their children years and then the teenage years, it is both how loud and how long. And that's really the learning. And that, again, this hearing loss is is irreversible, but it's completely preventable. So um, let's go through a couple of numbers. So like I said, one in 16s already in the United States has high-frequency hearing loss. Um, and, and the numbers are really staggering of where we think we're going with this, in part because of the number of devices and the way that we're listening to them. But there are really, you know, estimates that 1.1 billion people between 12 and 35 are at risk for hearing loss because of their exposure. That just means we're walking around with these earbuds or poorly fitting headphones at high volume, and we're just getting exposed to really loud, loud sounds. Remember, those loud sounds go all the way into that inner part of the ear. They move those hair cells, and when the hair cells are ripped out and damaged, they're gone for life. In the United States, the number of 20-year-olds with hearing loss is expected to reach 44 million just by 2020. It's only three years from now. So there's going to be 44 million Americans that are, you know, walking around with significant hearing impairment because of these exposures. And the risk because of devices and the expected continued use of these devices is to reach 74 million by 2060. That was reported by the Journal of the American Medical Association. So 
this is a real problem. And I think as parents and as like <laughs> as human beings who like me use these devices all the time, we can learn from it. So, you know, I stopped really putting my phone to my ear a few years ago because I didn't want what I thought might be the radiation effects. Now, we don't have any data that connects cell phone use with brain cancer, but I didn't want a device that was transmitting and receiving uh, radio frequencies of any kind right near my head. So I started using these earbuds, but there's risk with it. Now, we know that earphones of any kind and any kind of loud noise is damaging to these hair cells. But the earbuds themselves are thought to be kind of 7 to 10 decibels even higher at same volume. And that's because you've placed an ear, you know, a sound-producing device right in your ear canal. Um, and it's going directly reverberating on those walls and going directly into your ear. Um, when you think about decibels, I mean, those numbers don't mean a lot to us. Machine operators and things maybe or really loud stadiums can have had decibels of like a, a, a hundred decibels. But we know that at 70% volume and such, you can have 75 decibels of sound in some of these music players. And so these are really high, high exposures that we're getting. Um, you know, the American Academy of Pediatrics recommends that your teen should be screened for hearing loss early and often. Now, we typically screen young children routinely, and it's these upper frequencies of sound that are thought to be related to this kind of damage to those hair cells. So you should make sure that your kind of preteen, when they're going in for their shots at age 11, that they are screened. They should be screened again by the time they're driving, and then they should be screened a third time when they head off to those college years. So think 11 15, 16, and then 18 again. And, and your pediatrician, family doctor, nurse practitioner will likely do that. But it's, it's a time to really truly be screened. And if your child is identified with having hearing loss, it is a time to get immediate um, feedback on that and change habits. An easy rule that you can remember, and I think we can all work on, is the 60-60 rule. And most ear, nose, and throat doctors and researchers in this area and audiologists recommend this, that you never put the volume on earphones higher than 60% ever doesn't matter where you are. So if you're up on an airplane and it's super loud and you have to crank the volume on your on your iPhone or whatever you're listening to up and over 60%, you shouldn't be listening to it. So don't because what you're doing is you're getting all the white noise from the airplane and all that ambient sound and then you're cranking that elevated sound. It isn't that you're getting less of it. You're just getting more and you are causing damage. And then the second piece is you should always take breaks after 60 minutes. So 60-60. Don't ever go 60% over in the volume. So I'd say even think of it as like half on that little visual bar where you can like, you know, scroll up on the volume. And then take breaks every 60 minutes. And that's just a reminder. Remember the metaphor I was giving you of thinking about a tornado. If the wind is whipping for just a few minutes, that hair cell may not get damaged. But if it's whipping for an hour, um, it may really truly damage and irreversibly change your hearing. So take breaks. If your kid really wants to listen to music every day, great. But make a rule that they listen for an hour, take a break, and then come back to it. The next tip is, if you can, invest in noise-canceling earphones. It really does change the decibels that you use. So I started using noise-canceling earphones on the airplane years ago, and I, I, I kid you not, I only have to turn the volume up to like 20 or 25% now when I'm watching a movie in the air or when I'm listening to music in the air. They don't increase sound by canceling it. They just decrease the volume that you need to use. So you won't have high winds. I mean, you're talking about a nice casual day if you're using those noise-canceling earphones. Um, proper fitting headphones and earbuds really will help prevent sound leakage, and that helps decrease the amount of volume you use. So if your earphones are really way too big for your kid or too big for your teen or aren't around your ears well, kids will often just turn the volume up, and they're getting higher uh, exposures to sound. So good fitting earphones, investing in noise canceling earphones whenever you can, and then that 60-60 rule. Keep the volume never above 60% and never for more than 60 minutes at a time. I mean, this is real. 
this is irreversible, and we've got one in 16s already walking around with damage, and the predictions are only going up. So enjoy the devices. Enjoy the earbuds if you love them, but think really carefully about the volume you're using and for how long. Um, modeling is really important, and I'll tell you, it's really tough. I use my earbuds all the time, and my son just got a pair of earbuds as a prize at school. So he has watched this terrible master potentially uh, do harm. So it's now on me to figure out how to help him um, preserve his beautiful, normal hearing. All right, whip out the earbuds when you can, turn the volume down, and get those noise canceling. The reality is parenting is a high-stakes job, and my hope is the good news is you've got this. Thanks for listening. The Seattle Mama Doc podcast episodes air every single week. I'm always interested in hearing what you have to say, what was helpful, and what you want to learn more about. Reach out to me on Twitter at Seattle Mama Doc, on my Facebook, Seattle Mama Doc, or at seattlemamadoc.com. Tell me what you want to learn. Tell me if you want to join me and point me to experts you'd love to learn more from. 